Because what we know of the Lord is that He is not distant in our pain. He is actually with us. He cries tears with us. He catches our tears. He bottles them up because each one of them matter. He is not standing at the top of that well talking to us. He actually wants to be in it with us. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast, and I have with me again... Megan Jones. Hello, everybody. Hi, Susan. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Hey, Megan. I'm so glad you're with me again this week. And didn't we have a great last, you know, the last two podcasts, weren't they great on anxiety? Yes, they were amazing. I I just think that Heidi Dennis was so excellent. I think her book is amazing. Just how clear she is Mm -hmm. with how to handle the anxiety. I love the honoring piece and not just honoring it, but sitting with it and leaning into it really listening to the alert system that is giving the body mm-hmm. um, is just so valid. And, and then the, all of the different tools she handed um, our listeners, um, listeners, I hope you go back and listen to those two podcasts. Um, and I, and I just pray that you guys are picking up a lot there. Yes, I do too. It was, it was really a lot of fun to have her and, and very meaningful yes. in, information. And so picking up Just taking a few things from that, we mentioned the same word several different times on those two podcasts, and I wanted to pull out a word that really brings, actually, anxiety to a lot of people, and we see it in our offices a lot, and it's it's the word shame, Mm -hmm. and it has to do with our identity. Mm -hmm. It is identity. It it is. It, Mm -hmm. It actually is an identity. Right. Let's speak to that because it's associated actually with what we've been talking about right. is the word anxiety. But since we brought that word into the conversation, I wanted to pull it out because I know a lot of people probably felt it, mm-hmm. but we didn't mm-hmm. hone in on it really. Right. So I thought you and I could kind of just give a kind of an, an umbrella approach. I'm going to say it that way because we we don't we don't really have time, do we, to really dig deep in that uh, on that word because we could talk about it for months, right? <laughs> sure, right. Actually, and it's it's a lot like anxiety in a way because um, everybody's got it. We do, right? We Everybody all suffer does. with shame, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, one of the things that Susan and I and I talked about as we kind of prepared for this podcast is that. Those shame messages that come, the more that they come, they start to tell us who we are in Christ, right? They start to tell us who we are um, in the world, who we are as a mom, who we are as a um, granddaughter or a mother. Um, and the more that that happens, right, that's where anxiety increases and that's where depression can kick in and all of those things. So, um what I think is so unique and interesting about shame, though, is kind of like the mindset a little bit around anxiety of that whenever we really can lean into what shame is telling us, right, instead of just hollering that it's just shame, right, if we can really kind of listen to what is it actually telling me here about me, then I can move toward it and heal it, right? But if it's such a vague world of just like kind of nasty that I just I just know I don't like myself here, it just become, begins to take on like... Um, 
um, a meaningless kind of form, right? But um, the more that we can kind of understand our own shame, because again, the, what I'm dealing with in shame is so different than than Susan or every single listener, right? So the more that we can understand what specifically our shame is telling us in these places, the more that we can take it to Jesus and Jesus can come in and, and really speak truth specifically around what's taking place. I, I 100% agree because so many times we will take what others are saying about us or <clears throat> however we believe, whatever we believe that is about us. Like, I'm going to use an example. I am worthless mm-hmm. or I am a failure. Yes. And I'm going to use that little example that I gave you. Yes. About since, you know, I used to be a school teacher, a school administrator, and people will be taking a test. Mm-hmm. You know, that little example that I had shared with you before the podcast of you may take a test, you may make an F mm-hmm. on that test. And shame calls you a failure. Yes. I am a failure. Of course, mm-hmm. I made an F. Yeah. I am a failure, mm-hmm. which someone that it, shame is not attached mm-hmm. to the moment goes, well, oh my gosh, yes. I forgot the test was today. Right. I hadn't even prepared. I haven't studied. Oh, I'm going to have to really work hard to raise my grade mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a healthy view of self. Mm-hmm. Okay. But shame is the identity of failure. I I am a failure. And I'll always keep on doing it. So it doesn't even give us a chance to really kind of break through. True. Right? Because it's like, well, if I failed this test, I am a failure. If I start to begin that or begin to believe that as my identity, then I start to take it on uh, like as truth everywhere in my life. So it's Mm -hmm. not just applying to a test now. No. It's applying to um, this interview I have at um, you know, a job. Yeah. So now it just starts to kind of so snowball. Why bother? So, so why bother? Why bother? Right. That's the thing. It, so why bother with any other task right. or any other mm-hmm. part of my life? Because why? I'm a failure. Yeah. And so taking that shame instead of hang on, like we learned mm-hmm. through the other two podcasts, yes. to slow down and go, hang on. Mm. What is true in my life? What is God saying yeah. is true about who I am? Right. Who who am I? And you painted an image before our podcast started, and you and I were talking about what we were going to say. Mm-hmm. I love imagery work, as do you. We both use it yeah. consistently in mm-hmm. our practice. So I would love for you to share the image that you shared with me. We both have seen this video from Brene Brown, yeah. but you were you were saying it and talking about it first. So I said. I want you to share that in the podcast and painting an image. So listeners, I want you to just listen to this image because when we were talking about it, I felt it. Mm -hmm. I could see it in my mind's eye. So as Megan shares it, I want you to be able to feel it. Mm -hmm. So um, what... Susan is referring to is Brene Brown has a um, short little clip on empathy. Um, And so she's kind of talking about empathy in the video. So go back listeners and go ahead and grab that clip. You can find it on YouTube real easily and it will be tagged here as well. So just look for the link. But what she does is she's taking empathy of whenever we're in difficult places, how do, what kind of response do we need in these places? Right? So what I'm going to do is kind of flip it just for a minute and use it for the shame. Okay. The shame talk. So just want to kind of set this 
this visual up. So again, if you haven't seen it, go watch this video and then come back and listen to this. Because and the you... video is, I'm just going to jump in if you don't mind. It's only three minutes. Yes, it's, it's only super three short. minutes, and it is super it's good. So good, uh-huh. so good. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so after you kind of have a visual of what's going on here, right? If I can walk stair walk my way down ladder, right? Climb into the well of my heart. Then I can kind of sit and be with myself and kind of understand my world, right? If we live in a vague world when we don't, where we don't understand ourselves, we don't understand our feelings, our emotions, our experiences. That's when our anxiety increases, depression happens, right? Because it just um, takes on kind of a vague meaning. So the more I can kind of understand myself there, then what can start to happen is then I, then that's where I can kind of reach for the Lord to come and speak truth. So um, I was kind of sharing with um, Susan this place, if I can imagine myself in that well with all of that pain um, and all of those shame messages kind of coming at me, right? What I really kind of love to do in session is watch um, Jesus come down that stairwell, just exactly the one I, I walked down into the well with, right? The same one, right? The same well. Um, and he can come towards me because what we know of the Lord is that he is not distant in our pain. He is actually with us. He cries tears with us. He catches our tears. He bottles them up because each one of them matter, right? He is not standing at the top of that well talking to us. He actually wants to be in it with us. So if we just imagine him coming into that well with us and moving toward us, can we then share with him how we begin to see ourselves there, right? I am a failure. I am broken. I am unlovable, whatever might be coming up for each of us, right? And when we can hand that to Jesus, my hope and Susan's hope is, is that what we start to get there is peace because we know that the Lord is uh, the giver of peace, the giver of comfort, the great physician, right? So you just start naming all the things that we know about God to be true. And if that is happening in that moment, we know for sure that that God, the true God, has handed us the comfort that we need in that place and we can send His comfort and His peace, right? What, what begins to be tricky is if we get blocked from that and all of a sudden we start hearing shame messages, now all of a sudden we got blocked and we've got to kind of move into a place of curiosity there because that's we want to make sure we're hearing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we were talking about, I, I love that. I love that. I felt it again. Mm-hmm. I see myself mm-hmm. at the bottom of the well, don't you? Yes. And feel Jesus oh, with you sitting. Yes. Um, and we were hoping, and I think you did a beautiful job of the imagery. And we both said, listeners, you know, it's hard to describe that mm-hmm. over a podcast. So yeah. we want you to feel Jesus now at the bottom of the well with you mm-hmm. because he's there. Mm-hmm. And that's when He's he wants you to know who you are. With yes. him, in him, and he ex- the the word acceptance mm-hmm. comes to my mind. Connection, acceptance. He yes. hears you. He wants to be near you. Mm-hmm. So there's no shame in that. Absolutely none whatsoever. None, even with our shame. Right, right, right. It's it's, it's exactly. A, it does, it's so such an interesting kind of um, it like flips it on its head, mm-hmm. right? Like all of a sudden we're bringing our shame to the most wonderful, perfect person in the world, and it's actually exactly what he wants from us is to be able to turn to him with that, right, right, mm-hmm. and give it to him, and give it to him, give it to him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm reminded even in scripture. 
where it says in Psalm 139, Mm -hmm. if you open your mouth, be honest. Mm. Basically, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but it says whatever's on your mouth and your tongue, Mm -hmm. say it because he already knows it. So it reminds me of that piece. So whatever's on your lip, right. on whatever's on your tongue, say it right, because he accepts it. Right. And so I'm just kind of thinking about that verse and what it, what it makes me think of is like the freedom. Yes. Right. It's almost like a, a trap of the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. For me just to be locked in this place inside my own self and my, inside my own well, mm-hmm. that starts to tell me who I am. Right. Right. I mean, isn't the perfect setup? That in this place where I have nobody coming for me, that I, it's mm-hmm. going to be written everywhere about who I am. That's so untrue and so false. So untrue. Right. And so you lift that. It makes me think of like being in the well and like lifting up the, you know, the latch. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus coming into that place. It's like letting, like breathing light and life into the very thing that Satan wants to kind of keep us trapped in, in, in the false narrative of who we are. Right. Right. And so I just think it's such a, a cool thing that the Lord would be so willing to say, no, that's not going to happen here and actually come and walk down in it with us. Yes. And say, this is the truth. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. true. This is who you really right. are. Yeah. yeah. I am worthless. No, you are accepted. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The narrative that we give ourselves, I am worthless. And then he says, no. No. This is who you are. This is, you know, I've given my clients, I know you have too. Um, you've sat with them and done this process. What, who does God say you are? And as homework, we've done it in session. Then they've also gone home and even done this work at home. Mm-hmm. Like this is what this is I very believe. tangible. Yes, it's very tangible stuff. Yeah. So I appreciate the imagery, but the listeners can do it as they listen to us at home. Yes. As well. Hey, Susan, I think that you should read this handout that you give your your clients. I think that the listeners would be great oh, to hear that. Great. Actually, I will tell you, I gave this, speaking of assignments, I actually gave this to a client of mine mm. years ago as an assignment. And they came back with this. Isn't this a this great is job? This is so cool. It yes. is beautiful. So cool. And I have been given permission. Okay. From the client to give this. Wow, what to a gift. Other, uh, clients. Yes, because her name's not on here or anything. But they did a magnificent mm-hmm. job with Jesus. Mm-hmm. She got with Jesus. What I said is process this with Jesus. She was believing some things that were not true. Mm-hmm. It was a. Uh, some shame there, obviously. And uh, this is what she came back with. So it says, God's truth versus the lies I've believed is at the top of this. And here's some examples. To the lie that I don't matter, God says, I have you. You are my handiwork created in Christ Jesus for good works, which I prepared for you beforehand that you should walk in them. To the lie that says, I am unlovable. God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. To the lie that says, I am worthless. God says, you were bought at a great price. Therefore, honor God with your body. To the lie of rejection in my life, God says, you did not choose me, but I chose you from the foundations of the world. To the lie of abandonment, God says, I will never leave you or forsake you. 
to the lies of despair over wasting half of my life, God says, I will restore the years the locusts have eaten. To the lie that I can do this on my own. I can fix myself. I can work hard enough to earn God's love or heal myself. God says, not by might or by power, but by my spirit. Mm. What I love so much about this, and I think listeners, why I can even feel it in my system right now is because this is being with Jesus. This is him coming down in the well Mm -hmm. and being near this person's pain enough. They're able to speak to it and create changes in the thinking synapsis, Mm -hmm. right? It's so different than if you were to hear this above the well. And again, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you go back and watch the video, if you're standing above the well, speaking these things down, it doesn't have near the effect on the internal system of our soul right? Then Jesus walking down in the well and saying this directly to her pain and looking her in the eyes Mm -hmm. and her to be able to believe him and his love for her, right? That it is such a different experience. 100%. 100%. And this is, this is heart changing. This is heart changing. Truly. Yeah. Truly. And and even if, I just want to say, listeners, even if you, here's the thing with healing, right? A lot of times we think, oh, we've been there. We've done this, right? We might have done it one, maybe two times. Sometimes what our body needs is reps in these places, right? So it's okay that you've done it before. And if it starts to creep back up and come back again. Right. That's just because we're human and we're living in a constant world of hurt. Right. So I just want to give you permission to give your body as many reps at this as possible, that that's okay And that's right. And that is good. And it's not because you're off course. It's not because you're doing it wrong. It's just because our bodies need lots of reps here, because this is the thing that we don't get in life. We don't get people coming toward us in the midst of our agony and our pain and these shame messages and really, truly looking us in the eyes like Jesus does, of course, and it creating true change. So I just want to kind of get permission there that if you've done this before, great. I'm so glad you have. And if it's still coming back up Mm -hmm. and if you still feel it, because you probably will, your body just needs more reps and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Amen. Reps or so. That is right. It's like a muscle, right? It is. Uh, It's flexing a muscle Mm -hmm. over and over Mm -hmm. again. Yep. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. I so appreciate you helping me with this topic because it's very delicate. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you say that's it's, a... It's very delicate. Uh-huh. And we want to be sensitive to that. Uh-huh. But it definitely related to our our topic that we've been covering for the last yeah. two episodes, uh, the anxiety piece. Right. And it goes into depression. Yeah. It can go into depression. So we wanted to identify it because in order to... We don't want people to live in this spot. Exactly. Of shame. Right. And I also love the fact that kind of what um, Heidi was saying last time is that compassionate teacher piece, Mm -hmm. right? If we can really kind of start to see all parts of ourselves that kind of come online Mm -hmm. like that, then we can start paying attention a little differently, right? If we can see shame as like, hey, it's just trying to let me know about myself. Mm -hmm. It's trying to tell me about myself and what I'm kind of taking in as a lie, Mm -hmm. right? Then we can kind of turn and look at it and find out what it's saying so we can do more work here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What's going on? God, yep. tell me, if is, it, is this true? Yep. Is it not true? Exactly. Just these with, with 
Jesus. Yes. With Jesus, mm-hmm. drawing us to him instead of away from him. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I just appreciate your willingness, Susan, to even breach this subject because mm-hmm. I think shame for so many of us is just kind of feels so big and so strong mm-hmm. um, that it would be easy to stay away from. And um, so I just appreciate you even opening up space mm-hmm. to really um, get more knowledge here and wisdom here. Well, thank you for saying that. And it is an important topic, especially for therapists uh, to talk about, but for listeners, because like you said, I appreciate you saying what you said at the beginning as well, Megan, that uh, not only does everyone experience anxiety, but everyone also experiences shame and doesn't really know how to identify it. But when you do, and it's intentional to spend that time with Jesus uh, in the well, as you said, and I would like to reiterate what Megan did about the video. It's a great, great Mm -hmm. video with, uh, and all you have to do is even Google. Yep. Brene Brown. That's a weird name. I know if you have, if you're not familiar with her, but it's Brene Brown empathy, Mm -hmm. just empathy. Because it's the empathy video. It's only three minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we're kind of turning it on its heel uh, with this metaphor that she described so beautifully. So thank you for doing that, Megan. I highly recommend you looking at that as the listeners. So thank you so much for joining me on this very important conversation. Yeah. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, listeners. Yes. And I do want to remind you before we leave the air again about for the month of August, Tangible Truth, that's just for the month of August, but Tangible Truth is the nonprofit of the month partnered with Beautiful Lives Bentonville, Beautiful Lives Siloam Springs, Beautiful Lives Fayetteville. And all you do, all you have to do is have fun shopping there. And you can shop in person. You can shop online. Carrie will have the link at the bottom of the podcast. And you can donate to Tangible Truth for our scholarship, counseling fund, or all the other ministries that Tangible Truth is involved with. And this podcast too. And so uh, we just appreciate you shopping there this month. In particular, we love Beautiful Lives Bentonville and what they stand for. They're a wonderful organization. And uh, so thank you for considering that. We love you and look forward to the next podcast together. And thank you, Megan. See you, listeners. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.